This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. Oh my gosh, it seems so long since I've seen you guys. I mean, it's incredible. Andy, I'm animated. That's my John, uh, whatever his name is. John, huh? John what? John. John the Baptist? No, John the Wild Heart guy. That's my. Oh, John Eldridge? Yeah, John Eldridge. Oh, That's yeah. my being very, very drama-ish. <laughs> That's, he's very. Because gotcha. yeah, he was an actor. I yeah. wasn't an actor. Yeah, so I got gotcha. you. Well, stay away from the theater, man. Yeah, I know. I no, you. You're not a thespian. I can tell that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I resemble that <laughs> remark. Now, it, it seems like it's been forever since we've seen each other. You know, Rodney's had a chance to go across the country and back, you know, and, and looks pretty much the same. And uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, no, we we we're, we didn't have a show last week. If you if you follow us on a weekly basis, you realize that we didn't have a uh, a new content show. If you listen to us on the radio, then yeah, you heard a show that we did. It was one of the the best ofs that we called them. Don't know if it was one of the best ofs, but it was one we plugged in, played. Best it, one we had to play last week. Yeah, it's the best one that played last week. And. Uh, um, but we don't do those often. Fortunately, God's really uh, graced us with the ability to do live content most of the time, and so that was one of the very few that we had to do because we had what would be considered significant snowfall in this area of North Carolina. If you're in another part of the country, it would not be considered significant, or if you're in another part of the country, it would be devastating. So it just depends on where you're listening from. It would depend on your perspective. We had mainly the ice was the biggest issue, and so had trouble with people getting in and, and uh, with people being available and different things, and so we had to kind of boycott for a week. and People say, hey, falling we're on their heads, but that was a little late. That was you. That was you. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, you still seem the same. And there's no critical organs up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So way back a couple weeks ago, before we were off last week, uh, we did a, a show on the attributes of God the names slash attributes of God. And that was a, a co-authored uh, uh, topic by uh, Jim and Andy. And so do you guys want to kind of set that back up at all? Jim, you're on your own. Go, Jim, Andy. Go. Go, Jim, Andy. No, sorry. Uh, what was what were we talking about? The attributes of God. <laughs> Basically, we did names and attributes of God and, and ones that uh, were very important to us, and then we extended that to looking at each other and what we see in, in the other person, and we drew names two weeks ago, and now nobody knows who they had or <laughs> what they're doing, so we're going to wing it tonight with Sam leading us. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Uh, go back a little bit you know we did the the name as jim said the names and the attributes of god and and uh I think jim might have been or or um danny one of you guys recommended that we 
say, okay, what do we see in each other? And that was going to be our follow-up show last week. And so, like Jim said, we, we drew names because we wanted to have one kind of point person with each person. That way we didn't have, you know, 20 clips or anything. You'd have, you know, one clip per person. We didn't think Rodney was going to be here, so we just kicked him out and didn't even pick one for him. And, uh, and now we have uh, Robbie that's out this week, so we hope that he's getting better soon and Wayne couldn't make it. And so we're still going to proceed with the topic, but I want to set it up a little bit. You know, we talk about that we're all uniquely made in God's image, right? You know, we all bear the image of God, but we do it uniquely as Jim or as Rodney or as Harold or as Robbie, only as Robbie can do, right? Only Only as Robbie could do, right? And so we uniquely do that. Well, it would come to make sense that we all uniquely have attributes of God that we demonstrate. And so this isn't a, hey, let's just get around and feel good about each other. That's not the intent of the show. The intent of the show is to say, look, if you walk in a community of even two people, maybe it's 10 people or three people or five people, whatever it is, one of the things you're called to do as a community is to call out in others the glory of God coming through them. And one way of doing that is to recognize the attributes that they uniquely bring to the world here. Right, And so that's the whole focus of it, as we talk about today, is to give you a way of going about and doing it. And an easy way to actually do it is to just draw names. I know that sounds kind of funny, but it gives you a chance to say, okay, I'm going to pick this name and I'm going to talk about it. And so, Harold, we're going to go with you first because you had a name, and we don't know each other's names. We didn't talk about them. And so you want to talk about your clip first or the name first? Yeah, or the clips. We don't know any of them. Yeah, we didn't listen to the clips either. You know, So uh, this is all new to us okay well setting up uh the clip that i picked deals with an attribute of god that i think a lot of people don't recognize and that is that god has a sense of humor if you think he doesn't take a look at a picture of a duckbill platypus Mm -hmm. if you think he doesn't read about balaam having a donkey Mm -hmm. conversation or moses talking to a bush Mm -hmm. So God does have a sense of humor. So I went looking for a particular clip, and I didn't get it. But from the movie Good Morning Vietnam, there was a clip that I wanted, and I got one. Not the one I wanted, but it gets the point across. So if you would, go ahead and play my clip. Yep, here you go. Sir, in my heart, I know I'm funny. That's, that's in competition for the, one of the shortest clips. <laughs> well, the further setup on that is that uh, the guy that made that comment was uh, a lieutenant uh, on the radio show, and he thought he was funny. He wasn't, but he thought he was. But the person that uh, I drew the name is funny, and I love his sense of humor. And I'll bet the other guys know who I've got. <laughs> yep, it's you. It gets me in trouble. <laughs> That's all I can say. One of the things that happens in these sessions with us is Sam invariably, at least once or many times during the show, he will come out with something off the cuff, not planned, but his sense of humor is just infectious. I love it. It brings so much fun to these sessions. We uh, we try to have content that's going to be meaningful 
to people that will help draw them closer to God, hopefully. And Sam, you just bring a different element that's wonderful. It's fun coming here. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, looking back, two, two places I think that comes from. Obviously, I think it comes from my Heavenly Father, right? And, and as I've talked about on the show, that's how he tends to deal with me, with humor, because he knows it sticks. But it also goes back to my earthly father. My earthly father was really pretty funny. You know, and a lot of times I didn't get his jokes until I got older. Same way my kids are kind of getting some of the jokes that I have that I, you know, told I can't share some of them on the air, but, you know, that I would share with them that would ring true later, they would get a, you know, and I, I think that there's just something about humor that breaks down walls. If it's not done in a harsh manner, it breaks down walls and maybe kind of makes some points sometimes. Well, sometimes your humor can be cutting, but it's not mean. Okay. Thank you. I mean, that, that's my impression that, that you know, you'll... you'll <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to you about that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Probably the only time I was mean to you is when I stared at you for no real reason. Making oh, your there's comfort. more than that. Yeah. There's more than that. <laughs> that's just kind of brotherhood. That's just... I, I think that's the sensitivity of this kind <laughs> man to my left. I, when you said that, I remember something my father said, and he had a great sense of humor. He says, almost everybody thinks they have a great sense of humor, and most of them are wrong. Uh, I think all of us appreciate Sam's. I used to think I had a great sense of humor until I got with this group, and they don't laugh at anything I do. So. They laugh at me, but that's different. Yeah, we laugh with you most of the time. Most of the time. And what I really appreciate is how spot on things are it's in context with what's going on and we're we're all over the place with what we talk about we'll jump from topic to topic jim you are a man that's hard to follow on a topic and sam's got <laughs> something that's like as soon as you're, you're off topic on your own conversation and he's got something that's funny to say about it that's actually in context with where you're at now and i'm like how does he do that how does he keep up and he, he's, he has something i'm like it's just so quick. I remember just getting to know this group here, you know, within the last couple of years, and it was just like, oh my gosh, that man has just got, has got something else again and again. I just remember being just marveled every night when we came to do the show. It's like, there's more, and it's it's again and it's again, and it, it's just funny because I don't have that capability. I don't remember these things. You remember things that go on in people's lives and bring it back up to our shame sometimes. But it, sometimes. But, it, yeah. but, it's, but it's still, it's fun because like you say, Andy, who you, you know, deliver it harsh to, you can see he sees, <laughs> he's over there laughing about it himself and he just, and he loves it. It's great. He loves it most of the time. Yeah. There, there are times I get the look and I'm like, ooh, I better stop that. <laughs> hey, as long as you know. Yeah, as long as you know. Yeah. I will say that one of the funniest things said in the most recent, it came from you. Actually, Rodney, uh, Danny was really sharing his heart on something, you know, and it was being like so sincere. And I don't know where you went. That sounds really hard. <laughs> that was on a text stream too, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that one. It was a first. I, I, I tried to preface it with, "I'm sorry, but this is what came to my mind." <laughs> we just got done listening to that clip. Yeah, Speaking of harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that one was kind of, but it was funny. That was yeah. funny. 
So what the context of that is, if you've listened to the show, that comes from the the nail, the woman that's got the nail. It's not about head. the nail. It's not about the nail, yeah. yeah. So she, that's what the guy says to her, yeah, after he listens to her. That that must be really hard. So, yeah, that's, that's his go-to right now. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I would. Well, I'll go next. Um, not sure if I got time for my clip. It's about a thirty-second clip. Keith, do I? Am I good? Okay. Uh, I actually will play it and then talk about the person I have. And if I get cut off, I'll come back and talk about him later. But here's my clip. It's from an old TV commercial about a Maytag salesman. You may be wondering why I call this meeting. I'll give it to you straight. Aren't you guys being a little too rough on a Maytag repairman? You may tag washers built to last longer and need fewer repairs. Don't you care how lonely I get? I got a feeling you may tag dryers aren't for me either. And ditto, you may tag dishwashers, may tag microwave ovens and ranges. <coughs> Give me a break, guys, please. Not all may tag repairmen are this lonely, but we're trying. Maytag. The dependability people. So the person that I have, I'm going to make you come back and listen to, right? But I, I'm going to tell them they have a new name from God, they just don't know it yet, and it's Maytag. Okay, and so we're going to come back and talk about that. In the meantime, consider coming to the upcoming boot camp. It's coming up March 31st through April 3rd. I got it right that time. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register. We'd love to have you there, and so would God. Dr. Charles Stanley. Every single believer has this awesome privilege. And you see, you have to ask yourself the question, are you where you are because of what you have decided or what God decided? If I want God's best, got to follow Jesus' way. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. Don't zone out, or it could be your rear end. Staying on the highway with the Christian Car Guy. Every 13 minutes, someone in the U.S. is injured in a work zone crash. Work zones make up more than 20% of our highways. The scary number, 85% of the work zone fatalities, were the motorists, not the workers. So don't zone out. Follow the signs. Turn on your headlights. Don't tailgate. Don't speed and be patient. Staying on the highway with the Christian Car Guy. For more tips, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Jim, that was your bump. Yeah, I uh, went back a few years for mine. Is that the late 60s? It is. Uh, this is, and only Harold's likely to remember this group. Uh, Herman's Hermits. No. no okay, I was just Co- guessing. Country Joe and the Fish. Okay. They, they were famous for Feel Like I'm Fixing to Die Rag, but this was on the album that I, I had back then. And mm-hmm. I, I figured Who Am I is the perfect follow-up to Who Are You, which is the bump we did for God. So, oh, yeah. Who am I? So if you listen to this on podcast, it makes even more sense than if you missed a week. <laughs> like we did. You know, you have to tie it in. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, so the, any guesses on who I have? You're right. It's Harold. What I think is really funny about this, we did a blind draw, and I'm going to talk about you here in a second. 
a blind draw and we're the only two that talked about each other and the other show given an example of this and we drew each other's names which I think is pretty funny. Now, um, the reason I picked Maytag was not that you're the repairman, you're Maytag, right? And there was a day and an age. I remember when I bought my first washer and dryer and we could afford a Maytag, we bought them and they lasted 20 plus years. Yeah. You know, never really had any work on them. I don't know that they're still that good. You know, I think it's just a brand name now, but there was a truth to that commercial for a lot of years. And so when I think of you, I think of Maytag from the standpoint you're dependable. Now, last time I talked about your dependability, like on your birthday, things like that. That's not the when you came to the show, even though you had other things to do. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. Your dependability is you don't shy away from things like learning new software, learning new things. It'd be real easy for somebody at 80 to say, I don't want to do that. But because you feel drawn to the loyalty of, of the group, you want to be a part of it and you you make yourself learn the new software we get at different boot camps and and so you can run the, the projector screens for us and, and put stuff up on the, the screen and you're learning some of the stuff to cut clips you know and I look at that as very much a dependability thing of look I, I'm so engaged and want to be with you guys that I want to do everything I can to help right and so that kind of comes out for me is is that and so I think God calls you Maytag that's just what I think he calls you <laughs> you know at least he does in my ears uh, anybody else want to say anything about Harold? Since we're talking about Harold. So, on one of the boot camps, I was going doing the Father Talk, uh, uh, Father by God Talk. And, you know, you were talking about the different people that have an influence in your life. And I was just kind of going around the team and what, what everybody had meant to me. And, Harold, I, <laughs> I, don't know if this, I don't know if this is an attribute of God, but I kind of named Harold the, the silent assassin. In the fact that when we're on and we're talking about stuff, Harold is typically pretty quiet. But when he has something to say, it's very pointed, very direct, and it nails it. I mean, it it nails what you're talking about. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, there's a lot of talk in Proverbs about the ones that talk a lot and the ones that don't talk so much. And the ones that don't talk so much are usually the ones that know the most. That's what I really see in him is just... He doesn't always, he's not always the one talking the most, but what he says is very profound. Yeah. So you, you don't think that's an attribute of God? Well, yeah, but <laughs> I wouldn't call, I, I don't like to call God the silent assassin or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I might get you, me in a little bit of trouble. So. Yeah, I think it's And, and hopefully, Harold, I'm going to be in trouble with Harold. <laughs> You can't get in trouble with Harold. That's a, that's a great thing. Look at all the grief we give that old man, and he just keeps coming back for more. You know? I mean, he takes the butt of most of our jokes because yeah. it's all about age. Yeah, it is. Because we love doing it, and he loves taking it. He, he takes it with a badge of honor. And that's the thing I think is really cool. It's like he can sit there and just be a part of the group, like you just said. He'll just sit there and be real silent. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when Harold Dyer speaks, people listen, right? Mm -hmm. It's just so cool because it's like, oh, all of a sudden everybody's quiet as soon as he goes to speak because it is. It's like another thing with Sam's humor that's spot on. His comments are like, oh, man, I, 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 I wanted <laughs> to think about that. And it's like, that was so good. And so and it's like so few words. And I'm, I want to add, I'm like, no, there's really not much to add. There's like... Hey, that was good. Yeah. 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 I don't know how I don't know how he does it. No, either. Andy, I want to go with Jim's getting the mic. I want to go back to your point. 
you know, God is, at least in my experience, God doesn't say a whole lot of words, but he's, both, to capture both of what you're saying, he's right to the point, yeah. as succinct as can be, mm-hmm. and he nails it, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it is in a, in a friendly assassin kind of way. It's kind of like, ooh, that was a good one, God. Thank you, you know? Is eager. Yeah. yeah, and that was the point I was going to oh, make. Plus, well, no, it's fine. But it, it's also often a question, and you will hear that from Harold fairly often. Mm-hmm. He'll ask a pointed question that drives the point home more than the statement would. Well, having been a Maytag repairman. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I should have known. The, the, uh, they were called the dependability people. Yeah. And that, that fits Harold is that the – and like you had already said, was just a steady, you know, you talk about you and your, your sweetheart and the reliability and the longevity of about everything you talk about and the wisdom behind it. That's what I appreciate. I can jump in with my other person to talk about, which was Sam, because we like to talk about Sam. And he asked us to come up with words for other people. And my first thought was Sam was... Well, you know, he's real gracious. And then I, then I thought I had to and say, well, maybe that's not the right one for him. But uh, another person, and the word I came up with, which is one you hear attached to God for Sam, was steadfast, which is the same thing. He is very dependable. And, you know, I can always count on him being there to bail me out when I need it, which is pretty frequent. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Harold, do you want to say anything uh, to your own defense? Did we did we <laughs> defend yourself? Defend yourself in any way? Not only am I old, I'm short. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're going for you. I just think as we get older, sometimes our memory doesn't work as well, and so we forget last week how we picked on him. This week, this week we can pick on him more. So, Andy, you have the next clip. Do you want to play the clip first? Or you want to talk about the person first? No, I want to bust on you a little bit more. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll stay here. Don't worry about we, me. We've moved past that a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, his Sam's humor is great. I think that that humor though is is like Rodney said, really well timed. And there's just a joy that comes from that. I think. Um, you know, I think crazy humor just to be, you know, crazy or whatever. I don't. There's not always a lot of benefit. That's not what Sam gives. I mean, there's times we really just get going, but it's those timely t- t- uh, times. But, you know, whenever Sam, you know, everybody gives Sam a hard time about picking on me and stuff, and I was kind of giving it back to him a minute ago. But, you know, you're, lo- you know, you're loved whenever he does that. You know, it, it is all in good fun, and, and there is a joy that comes with that. And we all have our communities. I t- I'm telling you, that's a – a big part of community. If you have a dull group <laughs> that doesn't give each other a, a bunch of junk, you probably don't have. You're probably not that tight because what that does, I think, a lot of times is bring up realness. You're pointing out some of the weaknesses of the other in a in a good way a lot of times, and it just it's fun. It's just mm-hmm. it's 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 how God created us, I think. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny, and I think it's it's a yes, women have humor. I don't mean that, mm-hmm. but I. I remember I was texting with somebody from work, and I was talking about something about you guys, and I said, mm. oh, they're just giving me such a hard time. And I don't remember what the topic was, because <laughs> you were it was in a text string. 
And uh, she said, well, why, why would they be doing that? And I'm like, because they're guys. <laughs> that's, exactly. what guys that's what guys do. Because they love me. Yeah, they love me, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how guys are, right? right? It was, uh, I was thinking the same thing again. I like being on the same wavelength as Sam. But uh, when you said, what if a group doesn't pick on you, then my immediate was, then they're women. They encourage one another yeah. because if you pick on women, you pay for it. Yeah. With guys, it is a sign of love. I yeah. love that about being a guy. It is that. It is that. Andy, you got a, You have a clip for somebody you want to talk about? Yeah, so this clip, um, you know, I think I'm just going to have you play the clip. It, the really focus in the clip uh, you'll hear a guy talking about his dreams. It's from the movie Rudy, but really it's kind of like a documentary talking about the movie. And he talks about his dreams, but then you also talk about what it took for him to reach his dreams. And then I'll tell you who it is on the other side. Rudy left home for South Bend, Indiana. When I stepped on that campus. It cleansed all the negative feelings I had about life. It made me very powerful. I was determined to find the answer, what must I do to go to Notre Dame? Father John Cavanaugh showed Rudy how junior college could be his path to Notre Dame. God must have put him there because he was a past president of Notre Dame. He was a little older. He just happened to be there that night. Why are you here? I want to go to school at Notre Dame. What you need is the dream. Then find out what you must do. One janitor was really had a reality check with me all the time. He noticed I was a dreamer, but what are you really doing about it? And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. But Rudy had plenty of cause to be discouraged. When I got the rejection letters, it was very, it's like that star. You're close, but so far away. I'm desperate. If I don't get in next semester, it's over, done. Notre Dame doesn't accept senior transfers. Well... Hell of a job, kid. Chasing down your dream. I don't care what kind of job I did. If it doesn't produce results, it doesn't mean anything. I think you'll discover that it will. In 1974, when Rudy finally won admission to Notre Dame. It's kind of like, is this happening? He went after his next goal, a spot on the football team's practice squad. This is real stuff. This is not a dream, this is reality. You're gonna get hit, you're gonna get knocked down, and you're gonna have to perform. And he did, serving on the Notre Dame practice squad for two bruising seasons. I got hit from the blind side one day. I thought I actually died. I, I, I got hit so hard, I didn't know. You ever get hit by a truck? No. But if you got hit by a truck, you don't know it's coming. Can you imagine what that feels like? That's how it felt. So that, uh, I was, that was uh, we'll talk about it a, a little bit in the after hours but that was for Wayne um, I, I got Wayne and Wayne is just a dreamer he's just somebody who uh, just really um, he receives from God dreams and he and he and he's really about everybody uh, walking in their dreams so we'll talk about it on the other side yeah yeah we will and we'll talk more about Wayne as we yeah. come back uh, if you t- don't know what we're talking about that means you listen to the regular radio show go to masculinejourney.org to listen to the after hours which is a podcast where we go deeper into the same topic or continue the topic and so please go listen to that if you listen to the regular show I think you'll enjoy it and if you listen to the after hours podcast thank you we'll talk with you next week God bless This is the Truth Network.